Welcome to episode 21 of the Sports Talk with Hunter on this championship Monday. We're going to be talking about that championship game later on tonight between the Gonzaga Bulldogs and the Baylor Bears. UNC, University of North Carolina men's basketball program, has hired a new head coach, Hubert Davis. We will talk about that. And the Jets and Panthers trade. First, let's get into this national championship game later tonight between Gonzaga and Baylor. Before we talk about that game, we'll talk about the Jalen Suck shot, which was absolutely unbelievable shot. It was a great shot. Banked in a three. Uh, just, just kind of those, wow. Um, that shot will like go down in tournament history. That game will, too. And I want to give a lot of credit to UCLA for making Gonzaga really win that game. And they had to earn it there. Uh, UCLA never backed down. I thought when they caught that hook and hold foul on Cody Riley that that was kind of going to be kind of the game. But no, UCLA responded. And even overtime when Gonzaga got up five after that Nimhart step back three, I thought that's game over. But no, UCLA responded again. And uh, what a great run they had. They beat Michigan State, BYU, Alabama, Michigan. They beat a number. They they beat a number two seed and a number one seed. Uh, what an incredible job Mick Cronin did with this team in this tournament. Uh, and and players made plays for UCLA, whether it was Johnny Juzang, Jaime Hawkins, Tiger Campbell leading the team, Cody Riley. Uh, played a big role in their victory over Alabama and played a big role in the game on Saturday against Gonzaga. He was making some jump shots, which was ridiculous because I hadn't seen him make a jump shot all tournament long. But uh, he chose the right game to start making jump shots against Gonzaga. And I want to also give Joe credit for on Gonzaga. He kept them in the game early on when some of the others were kind of struggling a little bit. He was giving UCLA buckets, kept them in the game. Now let's talk about tonight. Gonzaga is chasing perfection, 31-0. If they win today, they'll be an undefeated champion. The last team to do that was the 1975-1976 Indiana team. So they'll etch their name in history if they can pull out the victory tonight. I have some keys for the games. Uh, first of all, the head coach of the Gonzaga Bulldogs is Mark Few. And my first key is simple. No live ball turnovers against Baylor. Uh, Baylor likes to pressure the ball in the half court, like to get you to turn the ball over, speed you up, and then they get out and run in transition. Baylor likes to do that, so that's going to be key. Uh, to keep Baylor out of the paint. Because if Baylor establishes the paint, that's a problem for Gonzaga because then once they establish the paint, then they're going to start kicking out to shooters. And when Baylor catches fire from three, they are hard to guard. Now you don't even know, like, do you got the paint? Do you got the three? You put your defense in a tough situation there. And then, and also, you got to establish Drew Timmy early in the game. Establish the post early. I think Gonzaga has the advantage on the front line. Uh, just Drew Timmy's been fantastic this entire tournament for Gonzaga. Establish him early, play inside out. You establish him early, you might get some early look for Kispert. 
threes, uh, Jalen Suggs attacking the basket off scrambles. So I think that would be key for Gonzaga. Uh, Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, Joel Hiai, Nemhart, like those guys are going to be key. They all need to have good games for Gonzaga to win. And then the team they're facing, the Baylor Bears, 27-2, looking for their first national championship in program history on the men's side. Uh, Scott Drew, their head coach, done a fantastic job with this team. Uh, he has them you know, right where they should be. These two teams are where they should be. It's what I want to see in uh, the national championship. Through all the upsets, the COVID pauses in the regular season, the upsets in the tournament, we get the preseason number one team and the preseason number one two number two team playing in the national championship. Can't get any better than that. Key for Baylor, number one key is knock down their threes. Like I said, for Gonzaga, keep them out the paint so they don't get those kickout threes. Well, for Baylor, you've got to knock down those threes when you get the opportunity to, especially the open ones. Uh, that you got to force Gonzaga to turn the ball over. You got to force some turnovers, get out and run, get some easy ones in transition. Because the underrated uh, part of Gonzaga's team is they're actually like a they're not they're like a good like a good defensive team, and so get some easy ones early and try to you know set the tone for the game. If I'm Baylor, I want to get those turnovers early, set the tone for the game. And limit Gonzaga's transition. Gonzaga likes to run. Just like Baylor. Both teams like to run. Gonzaga likes to run. So how do you limit Gonzaga's transition? Well, first, you don't turn the ball over. Second, on any missed shot, made shot, you get back. Even though Baylor likes to crash three on the offensive glass. So they're really going to have to sprint back and stop the ball. Make sure they don't get any transition baskets. Because Gonzaga's going to try to run because they don't want to face Baylor in the half court. Because Baylor's half court defense is like the best in the nation. And so you don't really want to face Baylor's half court defense. You just don't. That's where they get their turnovers. That's where they get out and run in transition. And so if Baylor can force Gonzaga to score on them in the half court, I, I actually like their chances uh, winning this game. So those are some keys for both sides. Now we're going to move on to Hubert Davis being hired as the next head coach at the University of North Carolina. Uh, first of all, he's, a, he's within the family. He played there from 1988 to 1992. He led UNC to a Final Four in 1992. He played in the NBA for 12 years, and right after he was done with that, he was a college basketball analyst for ESPN. And then he's been an assistant under Roy Williams for the past nine years. And he's also served as the UNC Junior Varsity team head coach. And he is the first African-American basketball head coach at UNC for the men's program. Uh, I like this hire. Just one, it's in the family. Two, he's been under Roy Williams. And then this was Roy's pick to be his successor. And uh, that went a long way with Athletic Director Bubba Cunningham, who swatting the fences at Jay Wright. He said, no, I mean, why would he leave Villanova? Mark Few, why would he leave Gonzaga? So he looked at everyone outside of the North Carolina program, family, and then he came back within the family, and Hubert Davis was the guy. 
Uh, this is a great hire for them. Uh, he has he has a tough task though, because he needs to get North Carolina uh kind of back to those winning ways. These last two seasons under Roy Williams haven't been the greatest. Um, I don't know a lot about Hubert Davis' philosophy. Uh, I know Roy Williams like to play with two bigs, crash the offensive glass. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes for North Carolina, but I love the hire for them. And it's going to be important for him to hire a good staff, uh, be recruiting well, get some different players. I think one thing North Carolina lacked this year that I don't that they're going to really need is some shooting. You know, I, I, North Carolina, I think you have to be um, very into recruiting in the transfer portal. So, because the transfer portal is just so big that um, you need to be calling guys about trying to come to North Carolina. And finally, this Jets and Panthers trade. So, the Jets are trading quarterback Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers for a 2021 sixth-round pick and a second and fourth-round picks in 2022. Uh, I think this is kind of good for both sides. One... For Sam Darnold to get out of the uh, New York, specifically the Jets. Uh, they basically kind of ruined his career. Adam Gase ruined his career. So he gets to move on to Joe Brady. Uh, you guys know he obviously had success with that, uh, that LSU team with Joe Burrow. Led them to a national championship. That style of offense, very well. It worked worked well with the he was at this with the Saints before then, so he's been under Sean Payton before one of the best kind of offensive minds in the NFL. So I think this would be a good move for Sam Darnold to be in Carolina. Also Matt Rule, he's kind of another big offensive guy. So I think that would be good for him to kind of get a new scenery, a different uh vibe, different area, kind of new start for Sam Darnold. Uh, and he's under two great offensive minds, so that will definitely help. He's definitely getting an upgrade in terms of uh, offensive coordinator play calling. I'll take Joe Brady over Adam Gase any day of the week. And then for the Jets, they have been kind of trending in this direction for a while. Um, it's kind of good for them to just get this done now. And uh, it looks like they're probably going to be taking Zach Wilson with the second overall pick, the quarterback from BYU. That doesn't surprise me. But one thing also about this trade is uh, it also shows like the value that uh, Sam Darnold is really worth. Not that much. And if he had a better coach, I think he would be a much better player today. And then also Carolina's been on the quarterback market. They really weren't impressed with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Carolina was the only one looking really in, uh, like really looking for a quarterback and was the only one interested in Sam Darnold. So that just shows how, I guess, somewhat desperate the Panthers were to find a quarterback. I don't know if they'll draft one with the eighth overall pick. They're probably gonna have to get lucky and hope one of those other those uh some of those top guys uh, um get passed up on and landing at eight Carolina and who knows anything can happen. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the national championship game. It's gonna be a good one. Oh, let me make my pick. 
So I've been really torn about this since Sunday. Uh, and it's a tough decision for me. But I am going with the Gonzaga Bulldogs. I, I think they're going to be able to run on Baylor. I think they're going to be able to uh, be strong with the ball. And also, one key matchup I'm looking forward to is uh, actually two key matchups. Davion Mitchell and Jalen Suggs. I expect uh, that to be the, uh, those two to be guarding each other. Baylor switches a lot, so I don't know how much time they'll actually spend on each other. Uh, how much time uh, Davion Mitchell is going to be guarding Jalen Suggs. But I'm looking for that matchup. Because those two, when there's, when there's not a lot of switching, those two are probably going to be guarding each other. Uh, I mean, Davion Mitchell's going to be guarding Jalen Suggs. And so, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if Suggs is guarding Mitchell, too. And so, I think that's the key matchup. And then the other one is uh, Drew Timmy gets Flo Thamba, uh, who's going to be starting center for Baylor. And then... Uh, and then uh, Jonathan, uh, I forget his last name, um, the Baylor uh, guy who comes off the bench, uh, Tachu Chamawa, that's right. So that's going to be key for, it's to contain Timmy, and they can do that. Baylor has a chance, but I don't think they will. I think Gonzaga's be able to establish Timmy in the post. I think Timmy's going to have a good game. I like Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga, 90-85, high-scoring game, uh, just because both teams like to run. Both teams have playmakers. Got Davion Mitchells, Jared Butler, Mason T can knock down threes. Matthew Mayer can knock down threes. And then for Gonzaga, it's Jalen Suggs, Joel Ayai, Nim Hart, Kispert, knockdown shooter, Drew Timmy, and so, these both both of these teams match up very well against each other. Both teams are similar. Uh, it should be a sort for a great one. But I like the Zags. Hope you guys enjoy the national championship game. And we will. I'll probably do a podcast tomorrow to recap it all. Bye.